the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. All right, I got a bone to pick with the medical community in America. Uh, hello everybody, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Uh, good to have you with us today. And uh, I don't mean to be... I don't mean to be a negative Nancy today, but I got to tell you, I had the weirdest, weirdest night. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, not to uh, not to dwell on my uh, issues, but I had to have the annual physical yesterday. And, uh, you know, back in the day, back before Obamacare, any of you folks remember what that was like when we had the best medical care system on the in, on the entire planet? Remember that? When you could, if you needed to go see the doctor, you pick up the phone and the and, and they were like, "Come on in, we can see you right now." And uh, so, anyway, um, those days are gone. Those days are long gone. And um, I'll never forget what was it? A couple of months ago, I was dealing with some silly thing, and it was a pretty immediate immediate issue. And the the nurse was like, "Okay, we can see you in five months." <laughs> I'm like I I don't think I'm going to be alive then and, and, and what's going on but that's Obamacare Obamacare destroyed the nation's medical system it's just unfortunate but that's the the reality of it all so anyway I go in yesterday and I'm it's kind of like going to the Jiffy Lube and oh by the way that reminds me Dylan I got to take the Cadillac over to get it serviced I'm glad it kind of coincided right so they uh, they hoisted me up on the rack, and they're uh, poking and prodding and checking the oil and uh, the dipstick and the whatnot. And um, so anyway, I had to get the flu shot and the shingle shot. And here's the problem. My answer is whenever somebody asks, have you gotten your whatever shot, my answer is immediately yes, even if I haven't. I I know it's 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 a lie, but, you know, it's it's a lie to avoid pain. So I think those lies are permissible. And so my doctor said, no, that's not true. I'm, I actually keep trying. I'm your doctor, Todd. I know exactly what shots you have and you haven't had. So I had to have the flu shot and the shingle shot. I still can't feel my right arm. That's where the shingle shot went in. But I just have a question. They say that you cannot get the flu from getting the flu shot. But I want someone to explain to me why at about 1.30 this morning, I woke up with all of the flu-like symptoms. How did that happen? So you know me, I'm Googling this, and it's like, oh, it's impossible. You can't get the flu from getting the flu shot. I don't know about that. All that to say, I'm feeling better now. But I got to tell you, 
these annual physicals. They tell you, they told me I'm healthy as a horse, but the physical almost killed me. All right, um, so we got a lot going on here. And if somebody can tell me, I am curious, can you get the flu by getting the flu shot? I, I, I hope my doctor's not listening. I, I don't because I don't want I don't want the next shot to. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Oh, you, you you're a certain age now, Todd. You got to get this other kind of a test, and it's a very unfortunate test. I'm not going to go into details, but they're like, Todd, you got to have this immediately. I'm like, oh, okay. So they call me up right before the show, and they're like, Hey, we've got to schedule this. Uh, we understand it's urgent, and I'm like, Oh, okay. It's not. I'm like, Well, wh- when when can you fit me in? They said we can see you in late February. So. Thank you, Obama. All right. Wow. Where are we going to start today? we got to talk about Nikki Haley. Folks, there's no way this woman can be anywhere near the Oval Office. And I'm sure she's a very nice person. I'm sure she throws a great party. Uh, I'm sure she's a good cook and keeps a tidy home. I'm sure of all of those things. But a president, she is not. And she cannot be. Nikki Haley is the darling of the establishment Republicans. Now, you may not know that, and it may not look that way right now, but I'm I'm telling you that's who she is. She is not a true conservative. She may sound like one, but she is not one. Now, Nikki Haley has been out on the campaign trail. She's doing great in the polls, no doubt about it. Uh, she is neck and neck with uh, boot with um with our good buddy uh, Boots DeSantis, Rod DeSantis, over in uh, Iowa right now. I mean, and that's a that's a big deal. I mean, uh, Boots was supposed to be um, he was supposed to be winning this thing, right? I mean, if you watch all the social media platforms, they're like, "Oh, DeSantis! It doesn't matter what the polls say. DeSantis is the man." But as we now know, DeSantis was not the man. Are you ready, Boots? Boots wasn't ready. Start walking. He's walking all the way back to Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Boots. DeSantis. So anyway, Nikki Haley is just, she's running and gunning, and uh, she's doing very well in uh, New Hampshire. And there's a lot of scuttlebutt that she may be in the running to be Trump's VP. I don't believe that information to be true. But stranger things have happened. And I would direct you to one Mike Pence. So stranger things have happened. And as much as we love our great president, Donald John Trump, no doubt there have been some bad hires over the years. No doubt about it. So that's why we need to be very, very careful here when dealing with Nikki Haley. So look, uh, Haley's out there on the campaign trail saying, well, we got to crack down on these illegals crossing our border. We got to throw them out of the country. And people are like, yeah, woohoo. Get her done. All right, woohoo. But, but that's not who Nikki Haley was just a few years ago. As a matter of fact, a few years ago, Nikki Haley was sounding the um, the, the conciliation, the reconciliation chords saying that we needed to go out there and we need to be kind to the illegals. We need to give them a hug because they're illegals. And um, and then she said, oh, we, we can't call them illegals because um, that's just inappropriate. Take a listen. Let's keep in mind these people that are wanting to come here. 
They want to come for a better life too. They have kids too. They have a heart too. They so we don't need to be disrespectful. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. They're families that want a better life and they're desperate to get here. Yeah, that, that's the same thing that the people doing the smash and grabs are saying. We're just here to, we're trying to feed our we're trying to feed our children. That's all we're trying to do is feed our children. No, you want some nice sneakers. That's what you want, sir. You're not feeding your children. You want some sneakers. So, uh, look, Nikki Haley is, she's an establishment Republican. Nikki Haley is a globalist. Nikki Haley will say whatever she needs to say to get your vote. And that's my big concern with her. That's the problem I have with Nikki Haley. You can't trust a word that comes out of that woman's mouth. By the way, we tried to get her on the show. We've been um, back when I was at Fox. She was on the of the program a time or two, and uh, she's pulling. She is, believe it or not, she's pulling another Boots DeSantis. Except she's wearing high heels. I'm just telling you, we poor Grace Baker. She was on the phone with the Nikki Haley crowd. And, uh, you know, we're on a lot of radio stations across Iowa. And, um, you know, Grace said, hey, look, you know, you're, you're, Nikki Haley's missing an opportunity to reach out and get her message out there. And we would give her a we would give her a platform. We're not going to let her just walk all over the place. We're going to we're going to ask her about these things. And that's one of the reasons she will not come on the program. And that's another reason why Boots DeSantis will not come on the program either, because he is afraid to answer the tough questions. Are you ready, Boots? He's not ready. Start walking. All the way back to Florida, Ron. All the way back to Florida. So that's the problem here, ladies and gentlemen. And and so this is my... I was thinking about this a lot last night in between the chills and the, the fevers and the hallucinations. I was thinking a lot about this. We're going to be the voice of the people during this campaign process. And it's probably going to, um, dare I say, what is the biblical term? Piss some people off. But we're just going to, we're just going to tell it like it is here. And it doesn't matter if we've got Republicans down at the border doing nothing except holding a photo op. It doesn't matter if it's Nikki Haley out there on the campaign trail or, or whoever. We're just going to call it like we see it here on this program. And if that means they don't want to come on the program any, anymore, you know what? Fine. So be it. And, and and that's happened a time or two. And I'm not going to go down the, the list and name names, but a lot of these people up on Capitol Hill, they are, um, oh, what's the term I'm looking for? They are little soft creatures. Their egos are fragile, thin-skinned. And I think Nikki Haley is one of them. You know, she talks a good talk, uh, especially in the campaigns. How dare you? How dare you mention my daughter? Okay, well, lady, you brought it up in the first place. So, anyway, um, all that to say, Nikki Haley cannot be Donald Trump's vice presidential running mate. That is, that's a no-go for me, an absolute no-go. And my question for her is, who are you? Who is the real Nikki Haley? Is it the one who's saying we've got to crack down on the illegals, or is it the one saying we got to hug the illegals? Which one? 
because there's like a wide gulf between those two um, those two platforms. Oh, by the way, uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, very upset at Governor Greg Abbott, called him diabolical. Cut three. Have you been outsmarted by the Texas governor, Greg Abbott? Uh, no, anyone who has a diabolical mind would do diabolical things to just treat people in an inhumane way. We handle over 164,000 migrants and asylum seekers, and we're doing it in a humane way. We're very clear that we're going to continue to adjust as the governor of Texas carry out these actions to make sure that we send a very clear, loud message. No bus company should be participating in this action. We're going to communicate with our partners in in this region and make sure that we tell them they should file the same level of executive order uh, to stop this from taking place. So here's what's fascinating about this. uh, Eric Adams sent out orders. Any buses that are arriving from the Lone Star State, uh, they're going to be fining the drivers. There could be criminal charges filed. They're playing hardball. So all the buses would arrive at the Port Authority bus terminal, or they would just pull up uh, and they would drop people off on a sidewalk. And and again, the reason why Greg Abbott is doing this is really out of humanity. It, it is a humane thing the governor is doing here because Texas is not a sanctuary state. New York City is a sanctuary city. They have been saying for years, bring us your illegal aliens. We want to care for them. We're going to house them. We're going to clothe them. We're going to feed them delicious, I don't know, um, bagels and brisket. And they're, they're going to be, we're going to treat them like royalty. I mean, that's what New York City was saying for years. So Greg Abbott is like, okay, well, if that's the case, you asked for it, you got it. So anyway, <laughs> Abbott got word about what was about to happen with the buses. So you know what they're doing? This is brilliant. They're, they're, parking the buses in New Jersey and dropping the illegals off at the train stations that lead into New York City. It's a brilliant, brilliant strategy. So good for you. Good for you, Greg Abbott. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about and to say about this. We've got to take a break. And, of course, all this week, we are excited to welcome our brand-new listeners in the Houston-Galveston area. If you call into the radio program from Houston or Galvin, you're listening to us on Patriot Talk then you're going to be getting a Todd Stern Show prize package. It's our way of saying, welcome to the neighborhood. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, 
but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304 and start investing today. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Good to have you with us. By the way, uh, we're going to get into the Jesse Waters. Somebody sent me a text message. Can you talk? Todd, are you going to talk about Dan Crenshaw and Jesse Waters? We will get to that story uh, at the bottom of the hour. It's it's pretty awful. uh, But everything that uh, Crenshaw said in this particular case is somewhat accurate. And uh, we'll run through what is and what is not accurate uh, coming up after the uh, bottom of the hour. Also, we're going to be talking to a guy who wants to be the next Republican senator from Utah. His name is Trent Staggs. He is the mayor of Riverton. And uh, there was a crazy story involving the, the Utah Jazz. They they told a bunch of rabbis to remove signs that they were holding. They, they, they had these little tiny placards. They weren't large placards. They were you know just small little signs, maybe 11 by 17, I think. And if, if I'm having to judge the size of the sign, and they had these signs that read, I'm a Jew and I'm proud, these four rabbis. And Kyrie Irving saw the signs and just became enraged and told security, you go over there and you handle those Jews. You tell those Jews, I don't want those signs. I don't want to see those signs. And they they told the, the rabbis, Security at the Utah Jazz told the rabbis, um, "Yeah, you got to take that. You can't be proud to be a Jew and be a Utah Jazz fan." Apparently, so we'll talk to the um, we'll talk to the mayor about that. Congressman Andy Biggs is uh, back from the border. We'll be talking to him, and our good buddy Dave Brat's going to be on our Newsmax TV show later today, uh, talking about the border crisis and what the GOP needs to do uh, to win in twenty twenty four. By the way, before we go to the um, the phone lines here. We are really excited about the book launch, and uh, this is going to be a grassroots effort. And I will tell you that um, we're going to need all the help we can get uh, to help spread the word about the new book, Twilight's Last Gleaming. There's a there's a there's a lot of fun stuff in the book, and and you know what? It's a crazy time in the country right now. I mean, all you know what's breaking loose, and so I thought, you know what? Let's write a book that's going to make people laugh. That we're gonna have a we're gonna we're gonna be able to talk about the big issues of the day, but we got to laugh, and there is a lot of laughter in this book. Uh, President Trump has endorsed it. There's some great chapters. Why is Daddy wearing Spanx? Uh, one of my favorite chapters. Uh, butter my butter my butt and call me a biscuit. So those are the kinds of chapters we have in the book, and uh, we would love for you to head over to uh, Amazon. We we really that's really our focus, and, and Amazon. They take a look at the pre-orders of the book, and they determine how many books they're going to be ordering on launch date, which is March 19th. So we would love for you to head over in the break coming up and to get yourself a, a copy of Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? And uh, you're going to love it. It's uh, based, by the way, the, 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 the title of the book is actually based on a speech that Ronald Reagan delivered about our national anthem. And it's a reminder, our national anthem is a reminder that nothing is guaranteed, that our freedom is never guaranteed. And this is a message that we need to remember 
as we go to the ballot box in 2024, if every every person listening to this radio program and just the evangelical Christians alone, every evangelical Christian went out and voted, the Republicans would win in a landslide. So a lot of this is mobilizing the base. A lot of this is getting people out to vote. And we got a lot of work to do between now and November. But ladies and gentlemen, I am very, very hopeful because this is it. This is freedom's last stand right here. 901-260-5926 is our number. 901-260-5926. Head over to Amazon. Get yourself a copy of the book. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypillow.com slash starns. That's mypillow.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypillow.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Good to have you with us today. And again, we welcome all of our new listeners in the Houston-Galveston area on Patriot Talk Radio. Uh, you folks calling in today, you get on the air, and uh, we're going to get you a great uh, Todd Stern Show. Welcome to the radio show prize package. I uh, want to uh, d- direct your attention. To, uh, we have some video that's just been posted up on um, our YouTube channel. And I would encourage you to go and uh, and check this out. It's just insane. There is um, th- there was a horrible smash and grab robbery in Compton, California, and uh, it's just unbelievable what's um, what's happening in, in Compton. Uh, the name of the uh, bakery. It's a mom and pop bakery, a family owned bakery, Rubens Bakery and Mexican Food. And they've been around the neighborhood for 40 years. And they're good people. I'm going to tell you how I know they're good people. They never closed during the China virus pandemic. They stayed open. And uh, so they are beloved in the community, and uh, they have great food. Uh, anyway, there was a street takeover. And we have a lot of these in Memphis, Tennessee, where you have the uh, the reparations crowd. And they're out there, and they will take over these streets. And they they do street races and the donuts, and they're spinning out, terrorizing other motorists. By the way, there was some video last week, some moron at Memphis. They were doing the spin-outs, and somebody was hanging outside of the car. That's never a good idea. So anyway, we think the guy survived, but uh, as they were spinning, that guy went flying. Um, so it's... I mean, look, you feel bad. I mean, you don't want people to, you know, get paralyzed or something, but, you know, it's stupid. So anyway, they have one of these street takeovers. They were blocking off all the roads so the cops could not get there. They literally, 
used a a car as a battering ram, and they smashed through the front of the bakery and caused about $20,000 in damages at Ruben's Bakery and Mexican Food. I would encourage you to go and watch the video over on our YouTube channel, and then head over, and and Grace, uh, maybe we can do this on the live show blog, Uh, Grace Baker, let's find a link to Ruben's Bakery and Mexican Food, and maybe folks might want to donate a few dollars to help with the damage and the repairs. I mean, this is is a family-owned bakery. Unbelievable what they're doing. But I'm telling you, crime is going to be the issue. Crime and the border, the issues going into this election. Crime, the border, and the economy. Man, have you seen those prices at the grocery store? I was... um, I was at Chick-fil-A the other day, and they are already raising the prices upwards of, what, 20%. I mean, even even the good Lord is having, I mean, he's having trouble, you know, paying the bills, keeping the lights on in Biden's economy. The official chicken of Jesus going up. All right, let's go to the phones here. Steve in Arkansas listening to us on KWAM, our great flagship station. Hi, Steve. What's going on? Hey, Todd. I'm old enough to, I'm pretty sure I know what that test is that the doctor has you scheduled for. I'm going to be and, singing, uh, I'm going to be singing the high parts on Amazing Grace. I'll just leave it at that. I just, I just wanted to let you know that the test isn't that bad, but the homework is hell. <laughs> thank you. I, <laughs> thank you for that, Steve. Yeah, I've, I've heard the rumblings, so. <laughs> Uh, and about your flu shot, I thought you learned your lesson back with the COVID jab. Well, Steve, I may not be the brightest bulb out there. Uh, but, try, my doctor tried to get me to take one this year, and I told him I'm a lot more I'm a lot more afraid of the pharmaceutical companies than I am of the flu. Wow, good for you! I, and I probably should have done that. Um, I, I, they keep asking me if I'm going to get the, uh, the the second COVID shot. I said, nope. Nope, 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 not going to happen. Uh, I think one putting you in the hospital would be enough. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. That's it. Steve, always good hearing from you, and uh, we appreciate you um, being on the program today. All right. We have some breaking news, and uh, this is pretty exciting breaking news. Uh, and it's, it's especially it's important for the nation but it's also important for all of our listeners in Western Tennessee. Uh, so if you're listening to us on WTJS, if you are listening to us on uh, KWAM, uh, pay attention here. Uh, we have received exclusive word that Congressman David Kostoff has officially endorsed Donald Trump as his pick for president in 2024. So Congressman Kostoff is, um, has represented West Tennessee uh, for a good many years now and uh, has been a re- very reliable vote uh, back during the, the first uh, Trump term in office. And uh, he was very loyal to the Trump administration. And word coming to us just moments ago that David Kostoff, the uh, congressman from the Memphis area, has now endorsed Donald Trump. That is huge. That is, and and I will say this about the Republicans in western part of Tennessee: they tend to skew more. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Nikki Haley-ish. 
Um, they're more moderate, more establishment Republicans. And, and I'm not saying that in a, in a negative way. I'm just telling you that that's the flavor of Republicans we have in this part. By and large, we have in this part of the country. And so for Congressman Kostoff to come out and to make this kind of announcement uh, is a is, is really an impressive thing. Uh, he's done a great job. He is my congressman f- for full disclosure, and uh, he is a great guy. He spends a lot of time in his congressional district, which is a massive district. I don't know how the guy does it. But again, the breaking news uh, coming into us, Congressman David Kostoff, he could not join us. Uh, he is out in the district, actually, um, and was unavailable to join us by phone. But his people sent me a note. And they said, hey, would you mind sharing this? And we want to break it on the Todd Stearns radio show. And I said, we'd be honored to do that. So thank you, Congressman Kustoff, for standing alongside President Trump. It's going to be an exciting time. And I'm telling you, folks, this is all what what you see right now with uh, Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy and even Ron DeSantis is further evidence that this is a lesson in futility. I mean, there's really this. There's nowhere for these folks to go. We'll say this though: I am impressed with Vivek Ramaswamy. I still don't trust the guy, but man, does he love to! He can tear the mainstream media apart like nobody's business, and I appreciate that. I respect that. All right, nine zero one two six zero five nine two six is our telephone number. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. We have been telling you for quite some time about our friends at Patriot Mobile, and we love these guys. They have been supporting us when we were just on a handful of radio stations, now on well over 140 radio stations around the country. But they were with us from the beginning, and we really appreciate that. And we love loyalty, and we respect loyalty. We also respect a really good product. And Patriot Mobile, they deliver on both counts. Uh, first of all, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, which means they not only share our beliefs, but they're doing something about it. And the Patriot Mobile, a longtime supporter of this conservative talk radio program. So I want to encourage you to consider starting the new year with a brand new cell phone service, Patriot Mobile. You can switch right now. Uh, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. Uh, use their promo code Todd. And you're going to get free activation. You're going to get a free gift. Now, if you're a veteran or a first responder, they're going to throw an additional discount on top of that because that's what they do. They're awesome. By the way, based in Texas. Uh, it is, again, super simple. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd or give them a call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Be sure to use that promo code Todd. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 
Welcome back, everybody. I was just, I was just got uh, got lost in the bumper music coming back. I love that song. I uh, hope you're doing well, everybody. Uh, this is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. ToddStearns.com is our website, by the way. And, uh, man, I have to tell you, you guys have done a great job. Uh, we are well over 200,000 subscribers now on the newsletter, and uh, the website is just running and gunning. And uh, anyway, Dylan, let me know when we get that uh, information I just sent you over. Uh, we've apparently got some exclusive news from bill clinton coming in in just a few moments compliments of our ace reporter paul shanklin oh we do have it already wow that's all right let's all right so again ladies and gentlemen we have obtained through our ace reporter paul shanklin some sort of an exclusive message from bill clinton Uh, let's take a listen now an important message from former president william jefferson clinton My fellow Americans, by now you may have heard that I was in some way associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Let me just say, while I may have met him socially a number of times, I don't recall any discussion about underage girls. In regards to the limited number of trips on his jet, it was always my understanding I was flying Virgin Airlines, not the Lolita Express. And all the frequent flyer miles I earned as a Platinum member have since been donated to the Clinton Global Initiative, helping young women around the world with their problems. Thank you. Well, that's very generous of you, Mr. President. What a good man using those frequent flyer miles on the Lolita Express to, to help women with their problems. William Jefferson Clinton. Uh, we're going to talk more about the the Epstein list uh, coming up in the next hour of of the program, but I, I think the, the the takeaway here is that we have got big problems in this country, and it's important also to understand that no no one's been charged with any crimes. Bill Clinton has not been charged with any crimes. Uh, Prince Andrew has not been charged with any crimes. But the the information that leaked out yesterday is not actually the most salacious information, but it is giving a credence again to this notion that there is a vast, wide web of sex and pedophilia that exists within the beltway of Washington, D.C. And I find it fascinating that over the years, a good number of conservatives who were trying to expose this were just dismissed as crackpots. But ultimately, when you read through the well over 1,000 pages that was released yesterday, and I was able to peruse some, it's stomach-churning. The fact that Bill Clinton allegedly said that he preferred his girls young, which means Hillary Clinton must be lonely. But it's, it's terrible. And I will say this. What this country needs is a good old-fashioned hellfire and brimstone revival. I mean, we, we're talking about moral depravity, and nobody wants to talk about the, the overarching issue, the root of the problem, is that we have lost our moral footings, our moral holdings, and it is a cultural free-for-all out there. Just really unbelievable what's happening in this country right now. Let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Scott listening to us on WSIC today. Hi, Scott. What's on your mind? 
Hi, Todd. Well, you asked for uh, any inside uh, input from people that may have had experience with flu shots and getting the flu immediately afterward. Well, you just reached a bona fide sweepstakes winner. I got it every darn time. Get out of here. Really? How many times does a dog want to get kicked before it (laughs) finally stops coming back to its master? It's a good question. I don't uh, get the flu shots anymore. I'm adamant about that. And I worked in the entertainment business in California my whole career. And one thing that I was amazed by, if you ever heard of the famous Willie Brown, head of California State Legislature, and he ran politics in that state for 30, 40 years and literally ran it into the ground to make California what it is today. One of his top assistants was an actress who I hired all the time. And she, without fail, would get the shot every time. And then she canceled on me more times than I want to remember. And every time she canceled, it's because she had just come down with a very serious flu. But it was only three to four days before she was insisting I need to get the latest strain of flu shots. <laughs> wow. Now, what kind of work did and you my, do? Scott, what kind of work did you do, did you yeah. do in Hollywood? Well, the first uh, 25 years I went out there, I grew up in Michigan, but I left when I was about 18. I wanted to... Uh, well, I was in the recording business, and I, I was in bands, and I had a talent agency for about 25 years. Then when that uh, got old for me, uh, the last half, I was I, I made my living primarily from corporate events, which had big paychecks, which meant as a talent agent, I could book name recording acts, book major parties for these corporations in the Silicon Valley, which have unlimited budgets for uh, special entertainment events. Wow. And so that's what I did. And uh, as a result of doing that, I was an actor in the last 25 years, you know, nothing that famous or anything, but I finally had to get out of the business and get my sanity back. So I moved uh, to the to the Bible Belt and to North Carolina. Well, good for you. Uh, North Carolina is a good place. And I, I hear a lot of people are doing that um, and leaving California and, and moving to, to the southern states. I just hope uh, folks uh, from California leave their politics behind. You know, just don't pack everything but the politics. And that's what I beg. In fact, on my drive moving here uh, seven years ago, the very drive across the the, uh, country that week, the the announcement came on the radio and said, it's official, folks, today. The governor of California has just triumphantly announced that all illegal aliens can now vote in the upcoming November election, which was going to be like four months later. Wow. Wow. Well, Scott, we said, boy, am I glad. Yeah, I I hear you, Uh, Scott. Well, look, we appreciate you calling in. And thanks for the thanks for the uh, the firsthand reporting there on getting the flu after the flu shot. I'm just curious. I'm feeling a little bit better now, but I'm telling you, whoo, geez, hello last night. My goodness. By the way, I I want to give a shout out here and we've got a jam packed show coming up in the next hour. Um, I, I've got to give a shout out to about 50,000 50, uh, young Americans. Uh, they are right now in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and they're taking part in the annual Passion Conference. Louis Giglio is uh, the guy responsible for that. And uh, this is pretty awesome. Uh, 50,000 young Christians, and they're kicking off the, the new year um, by uh, worshiping and hearing Bible messages. And Sadie Robertson Huff of the Duck Dynasty crew uh, she was one of the speakers um, and uh, really sending an encouraging message, telling these young kids to be bold and courageous in the culture. And Lord knows we need that, especially when you look at the reporting coming out of the Epstein uh, documents. Just unbelievable. Anyway, all that to say, 
You know, yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff in the country happening right now. A lot of bad stuff. But there's also a lot of good. And we try to highlight those good things uh, when they come our way. I know, look, these kinds of stories, they don't sell the newspapers. They don't generate the clicks. But these are important because you need to be encouraged. When you think we're going to hell in a handbasket, you need to know that right now in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you got 50,000 young Christians that are that are doing the Lord's work. And, and I think that is refreshing and it is encouraging uh, to see so many young American Christians publicly displaying their passion for Christ. So well done, young people, and um, you know, certainly our thoughts and our prayers are with the kids as they're out there. By the way, they're even doing missionary work in the community. So it's not just going and hearing uh, some of the great Christian music artists and some of the great pastors and inspirational teachers, but they're also uh, going out into the community. And I think that's pretty awesome as well. All right, we've got to take a quick break here, folks. Hour two coming up. Wow, this hour went by fast. Maybe it was the flu shot. I don't know. It's, uh, woo, mercy. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back, folks. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. So happy to have you uh, with us today. And, uh, wow, do we have a lot to talk about. I, we got to start off with this Jesse Waters story. Man, there is some bad blood between uh, Jesse Waters and uh, Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Now, I, I, we're going to go through this, and I, I, I just want you to understand that in the in the television industry, and especially at the level of the networks, there is, um, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? What is the phrase I'm looking for? I can. It is on the uh, the the tip top of my of my brain, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, yes. Basically, things that are happening in newsrooms at the network level would make the folks over at the best little whorehouse in Texas blush. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The sidewalk sallies look like Sunday school teachers compared to a lot of the stuff going on in America's cable television newsrooms. And Fox News Channel is no different. As a matter of fact, I had no idea. I I must have been the most boring person at Fox News Channel because I had no idea that just within my within a few offices of me, you um, you had the Playboy Mansion. I who knew? So anyway, a Congressman Dan Crenshaw is very upset at Jesse Waters, and. Uh, it, it all involves a story, and someone actually sent me this story a few days ago, and they tried to get us to go with it, and I wasn't too sure about it because, uh, again, most when you look at the list, and it was uh, they, they were talking about lawmakers on Capitol Hill and how much money they were earning in stocks. Now, you may or may not be aware of how all of this works, but when you are elected to Congress, many of the Congress people, they put their um, – they put their their stock portfolios 
into some sort of a blind trust. Not everybody does it, but most people do it. So anyway, Congressman Crenshaw was uh, on this list. And Jesse Waters ran with the story uh, earlier this week. And that set off Crenshaw. As a matter of fact, Crenshaw, we can't even repeat a lot of the stuff that Crenshaw said. I mean, he was fighting mad, uh, Crenshaw was. And uh, no fan of no fan of Crenshaw. I've known Jesse Waters for, for a long time. He's a, he's a pretty decent guy, good guy. But I can tell you that, um, that Crenshaw was um, was enraged over the allegations that Jesse Waters was making. According to a series of Instagram messages, uh, Crenshaw went scorched earth on Jesse Waters and brought up a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff. He called him a blanking clown. And he also accused Jesse Waters of cheating on his wife with a young, hot production assistant at Fox, who he then married, and he divorced his wife. And by the way, he and the wife had twin daughters together. That's what Crenshaw is saying here. In a, I'm reading this from Mediaite. It was a series of five Instagram story posts. Uh, Congressman Crenshaw calls Jesse Waters um, a blanking clown, a blanking hack, a dirtbag millionaire, and a mediocre entertainer. Well, I would take issue with that. I don't think he's mediocre. I thought the uh, the Waters World segments were very entertaining. But anyway, Waters went out there and he accused, or at least strongly hinted, that a lot of these lawmakers, including Dan Crenshaw, might be engaged in insider trading. My question to the Waters team did you bother to reach out to any of these lawmakers? Did you offer to inv- did you offer them an invitation to come onto the program? Did you ask for any sort of a statement or explanation? I'll let you know when they get back to us. Anyway, um, he also went, he also called uh, Waters a loser who grew up with a silver spoon, cheated on his wife, and then left her with twins while he went off with another Fox producer. That's the young hot chick. The segment in Jesse Waters' prime time, and Crenshaw, by the way, was not the focus of the segment, but he is mentioned by name on the chart. And Crenshaw does not dispute the fact that he has $10,000 invested in stocks, but he said he hasn't made any trades in over a year, and that while serving in Congress, he never made more than twenty. He never had more than twenty thousand dollars invested. He says Fox is desperate for a fake controversy to get clicks. I've got to read this here. This is just shocking. Hey, you blanking hack! If you're going to accuse me of literal corruption, get your facts straight and man up, and come accuse me to my face. You're a blanking clown, desperate for clickbait. Waters is a tool making millions to push conspiracies on TV and bash veterans like me who are barely a fraction of his net worth. Wake up, America. The political entertainment industry is almost always lying to you. He goes on to say, I'm sitting here trying to feed my three-month-old, and this dirtbag millionaire at Fox is accusing me of being a criminal with zero evidence. Stop watching these mediocre entertainers. Stop letting wealthy elitists like Jesse Waters claim to be fighting for you. 
They live in Manhattan, and they can't stand normal people who live in red states. They think you're stupid and feed you BS to rile you up. He goes on to say, losers like Waters grew up with a silver spoon. His family is made up of well-connected journalists and politicians. And for some reason, people are fooled into believing he's some genuine blue-collar conservative. Yeah, he's such a conservative, he cheated on his wife and then left her with twins while he went off with another Fox producer. That would be the young hot chick, by the way. He says, let's be honest, Jesse Waters seems like the type of dude who pees sitting down. Oh, my. Anyway, Waters has not responded to any of this. But I want to talk in broader terms. And and we will, you know, again, this is news because you have a sitting United States congressman that is just ripping a Fox News host a new one. Does it bother you? I'm just, I'm curious about this. Does it bother you that the people you watch on Fox News or any of the other conservative news channels, we'll just broaden it. Does it bother you that some of those people may not actually be conservative? That some of those people may not necessarily believe the things they are telling you every night on on the television? Does that bother you? Is that a problem for you? Or do you just basically, I I mean, for a lot of people, it it surprised them. I I remember years ago, I was still working at Fox. I'd be out on the speaking at some place somewhere and people would come up to me and they would say, what's going on at Fox? I said, what do you mean? Well, it, they said, Fox, it just seems like it, they're moving to the left. And I'm like, really? I, 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 and I would tell them, I'm in the building. I don't see it. But you really have to remo- But when you remove yourself from the building, you see it. And it's, it's sad. It's unfortunate. But there just really are not a lot of rock-solid, true conservatives left at Fox anymore. That's just, you know, it's the way it is. It's based in New York City. Most of the people they hire are leftist. I mean, if you listen to, I don't know, Fox News Radio, for example. Oh, that is, that's basically ABC News with different letters. Most of the people that are working at Fox Radio came from ABC or CBS News. And they brought their biases with them. And you can hear it in the news product. You can. That's just the reality of it. But I, I'm curious, Do you is authenticity an important issue for you? I, I consider it to be the most important issue. I mean, when you and I are sitting here and we're having a conversation every day, I, I want you to know that I believe everything I say, everything that comes out of my mouth. You may think that Todd Starnes is the, he's the, the craziest person. He means he's a loon, but at least you know that I believe what I believe, and I believe what I say, that I'm not, I'm not leaving the studio and I'm casting a vote for a Democrat, or I'm not going out to drinks with people like Al Sharpton. I don't do that. Never did that when I was at Fox. I will say this. That was one of the more off-putting things at Fox, and it was just weird because I did see this component. There, there is an elitist faction at Fox and most of those people went to Harvard, they went to Yale, and they would all hang out with folks like Al Sharpton and these raging leftists. And they would go to their parties, and they would go to their fundraisers. And I'm sitting here as a as a novice to the network news, and I'm sitting here going, why are you guys, what? 
I mean, you're fighting like cats and dogs on on television, and then you turn around and you're sharing a drink or you're giving money to Al Sharpton. What? Why? Who does that? I just I, I can't operate like that. And you may not agree with everything I say, but at least you know that's what I believe. That I'm not trying to pull a fast one. I, I just can't do that. I, Lars Larson is a great is a great example. He is a you know what what you hear Lars say on air is what you get off air with Lars. And I appreciate that. Same with Sebastian Gorka, another guy like that. And I would say Hugh Hewitt, you know, who not a big Trump guy, but you know what? He believes what he believes. He's authentic. And and maybe that's the question. Do you is authenticity is that a big deal for you? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, terrible story out of Perry, Iowa today. Uh, we've got the report up at ToddSterns.com, and we have some new intel to share with you. Um, around oh, 8.40 Eastern time, this was the first day back at school for the kids, a gunman opened fire. We understand that the, the shooter, apparently a student at the school, he's a white kid, and apparently a member of the alphabet activist community, which means this story is going to disappear uh, faster than you can say Jiminy Cricket. But uh, the information, and this is coming from uh, multiple sources, um, and and we're not going to, we just have a policy here on this program. We don't release the name of the gunman until it's verified by the police. And the police are not verifying the name. But uh, here's what we can tell you. Limbs of TikTok now reporting uh, that the, the gunman's TikTok account has already been scrubbed, but they were able to get screenshots. And the guy uh, posted photos before uh, before the shooting, and he did that from a bathroom at the school. He also appears to uh, be a part of the LGBT community. He would post things with the hashtag gender fluid. And in another video, he actually acted out a shooting exchange. So this is um, a very bad kid, clearly mentally deranged. How nobody caught this, who knows? But again, uh, as the, the reporting goes, once again, we would have a number, another member of the Alphabet Activist community who has opened fire. Uh, the good news here is the only dead person is the gunman. The good news is the, the others, uh, th- we understand three people were shot, and apparently the principal was one of them. Uh, they've all been rushed to the hospital, so we're certainly uh, praying for their speedy and full recovery. 901-260-5926, our number. That's 901-260-5926. Washington, D.C., it's a mess. It is an absolute mess there. Crime is off the charts. And now there, there's there's some sort of a, of a movement where these these mobs are promoting shoplifting. And they're actually sending out flyers in the community urging people to meet at a certain time and then go and ransack these local stores. Cut number five. Oh my goodness. 
And where was this exactly? Right here, posted on the window of this vacant storefront on Irving Street. Shoplifters unite, it says. Take everything that's not nailed down. Bust windows. We are not showing the rest of the flyer because we don't know who posted it. And it makes serious allegations against Safeway that we cannot verify. But everyone we spoke with tonight had the same reaction. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's hard out here, but I don't condone it. I think it's a bunch of crap. That's what I think is a bunch. Five below next door to where that flyer is posted now closes early at five. And on January 14th, they're shutting down for good. At Target, this sign warns minors they need to be accompanied by an adult. And across the street at CVS, this security guard is now patrolling totally empty shelves. I mean, it's frustrating, for sure. Um, I mean, it, it was nice to have, like, a convenience store that was actually convenient, but they can't keep anything in stock just because it gets stolen off the shelves. Well, there you go. And and that's happening in, in uh, cities across America. It's just so sad. But the the reality is you've got a lot of people that believe this is just a form of reparations. You don't have a jelly donut and you want a jelly donut and there's a donut shop in your community that sells jelly donuts. Then the left says you have a right to go in there and steal as many jelly donuts as you can because it's reparations. And by the way, that is what reparations is. It's stealing from one person and giving that to another. That's what that's what that's all about. By the way, uh, President Trump has a brand new ad out, and he is calling out Nikki Haley's weakness on immigration and also her ties to Joe Biden when it comes to the southern border's uh, illegal alien crisis. And we're going we're gonna to get this, um, this video, this video ad, and we'll play that coming up a little bit later on in the, in the program. But Trump says record numbers streaming across our border, costing taxpayers billions, and almost as many Americans killed from fentanyl as killed in World War II. Yet Haley and Biden oppose Trump's border wall. Confirmed warnings of terrorists sneaking in through our southern border. Yet Haley joined Biden in opposing Trump's visitor ban from terrorist nations. Haley's weakness put a, puts us in grave danger. Trump's strength protects us. It's true. Oh, by the way. By the way, let me stop here for a moment. So the allegations were that Donald Trump was best friends with Jeffrey Epstein and that that Trump had been on the plane and that Trump had been to the island, and it's pretty horrible stuff. Well, it turns out that the documents released yesterday completely exonerate Donald Trump, completely. All of the witness testimony completely exonerated Trump. Now, what I found fascinating about this, it was very clear to me that going through all of this testimony, pages and pages of testimony, they were trying to get Trump. That's that's what this was really all about. They were trying to get Trump. But meanwhile, you have William Jefferson Clinton, who was alleged to have done horrible things with these young girls. And that is very well documented in the, in, the, in the docs that came out yesterday. The mainstream media completely ignores that part of it, right? And instead, they want to make it salacious about Trump. And the headlines are, Trump mentioned in Epstein documents. Yes, he was. He was exonerated. That's why he was mentioned. They don't fail to include that part of it until, like, deep into the story. 
But ladies and gentlemen, your president is not a pervert. Talking about Donald Trump. Bill Clinton, he's a perv. Got to take a break. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Gentlemen, uh, we have been able to track down the new Trump ad that just came out going after Nikki Haley. So Nikki Haley has been super soft on the border. Uh, she says that we we don't need to be calling the illegal aliens illegal aliens. Uh, is that offensive? She says it's unkind. As a matter of fact, let's play the Nikki Haley. Let's go back and listen to what Nikki Haley had to say about the illegals. Let's keep in mind these people that are wanting to come here. They want to come for a better life, too. They have kids, too. They have a heart, too. They So we don't need to be disrespectful. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. They're families that want a better life, and they're desperate to get here. No, they're criminals, ma'am. They're criminals. And if you can't understand that, you don't deserve to be president of the United States. You don't deserve to have any spot in the public arena. But I'm curious, ladies and gentlemen, where do you stand on this? Is it offensive to call an illegal alien a criminal? Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Here is how the Trump campaign responded. Record numbers streaming across our border, costing taxpayers billions, and almost as many Americans killed from fentanyl as killed in World War II. Yet Haley and Biden oppose Trump's border wall, confirm warnings of terrorists sneaking in through our southern border. Yet Haley joined Biden in opposing Trump's visitor ban from terrorist nations. Haley's weakness puts us in grave danger. Trump's strength protects us. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. I'm Todd Stearns. I approve it, too. I Look, I think it's spot-on accurate. So, again, th- this idea that, you know, these are just good and decent people coming across the border, no, this is not accurate. If you are having to break the laws of our nation to get into our country, you are not a good person. I don't care who you are. Now, there is a difference between the people, the, the criminals that want to come across the border to pick our, I don't know, our lettuce and potatoes, as opposed to the, the the traffickers and the drug cartels, there's a difference there, but they're all criminals of various and sundry points. Oh, um, Joe Biden has a new ad out, and he says, Trump supporters, you guys are an extremist movement. And by the way, Biden is about to do another speech. It's coming up either this week or next week. And Biden is going to once again double down. Remember every every year he does one of the Darth Brandon speeches, right? Uh, he did the one in Philadelphia with the Nazi symbolism and imagery there. Yeah, he's about to do another one. He does not like you white people. Um, let's play cut number two. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presence. Oh, my God. I believe in free and fair elections. Wait, and the stop, right to vote stop, fairly. Stop, stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> So this is not this is not a parody ad, all right? This is something telling you're telling me this is something that actually came from the campaign. <laughs> this is real. No, it is. We need a transcript. <laughs> Porridge pudding. I agree. All right, let's let's play it again. 
I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. Now, something dangerous happened in America. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. The most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The vice president and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities where the power resides with we, the people. That's our soul. We are the United States of America. There is nothing beyond our capacity when we act together. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Wow. You know what's interesting is in this uh, th- this campaign ad, you get to hear the Joe Biden without the without the drugs and Joe Biden with the drugs. Right? I don't they give him some sort of an adrenaline boost. I don't know if they slip it into the porridge or the oatmeal. I they give it to him some way. And then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm Joe Biden. I approve this message." I it, it's shocking. Wow. Trump still doesn't think that Biden's going to be the guy, and I'm with him on this. Bi- There's no way Biden's going to be able to go the distance. No way. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. All right, real quick, let's go to the phone lines. North Carolina, Dave, listening to the show. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind today? Hello, Dave. All right, let's put Dave on hold. Goodbye, Dave. Got to be quick there, folks. You got your you got your one moment to do it. Uh, we have we have been talking earlier about um, about all of these shots, and uh, I was asked if I wanted to get the. Uh, the 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 COVID shot and I took a pass. I don't want to drop dead, uh, so I said I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, one of the things though that I have done is be prepared because you never know what's going to happen, and uh, that's a big part of what we do on this program. Is we always want you to be prepared. We don't want you to have to rely on the government for anything. You take responsibility for yourself. You take responsibility for your your family, and uh, that's one of the reasons why we are excited to partner with our friends at the Wellness company twc.health slash darns is the website twc.health slash darns i actually have two of their uh, medical emergency kits and uh, it's great uh, and we'll talk more about that in just a moment i want to go to the patriot mobile newsmaker line we're honored to have dr james thorpe joining us he is a uh, chief of maternal and prenatal health at the wellness uh, center welcome uh, dr thorpe hope you're doing good today well todd Thank you so much for having me back on your platform again. I'm doing terrific. And your point with regard to the uh, difficulties and the unreliability of our government and our healthcare system is is poignant. I mean, listen. Um, now it's very clear that the government, the healthcare systems, what I call the COVIDian death cult, has perpetrated. 585 million global citizens killed or injured. In the United States of America, the COVIDian death cult 
has killed or injured 24 million Americans. Uh, it's obvious now. America knows it. American citizens know it. The vaccine uptake is pathetic. It's the lowest it's ever been. So absolutely, the healthcare system is corrupt. Do not trust your government, and you better stock up on potentially life-saving drugs because you will not get it from your government. We're in short supply. Uh, the, the pharmaceutical industry, too, is corrupt. So I think one of the most important things that your listeners can do is, number one, recognize that the healthcare systems are killers. They're corrupt. They've signed a covenant with death with the government, all of the major healthcare systems. They're still pushing the shots, and they don't care about you. So get the hell out of the healthcare systems. Go to a parallel healthcare system like the wellness company. And look at some of the products, the emergency medical kit, every single family household in the United States of America, in the world, should have one or two of these. Listen, there, there are eight potentially life-saving drugs in each kit. It's an incredible bargain. You cannot, um, you can go, I think they're offered in some other parallel healthcare systems, but in my opinion, from my research, uh, ours, ours is the best uh, most cost effective. We have in that kit, we have eight drugs that are prescribed potentially life saving. Very important to have. You can't get one of these drugs for less than 250 bucks because it would include a hospital or a, a physician visit. So again, very, very important to have. Yeah, I've, I've got mine um, at home and I, I have two of them. So I have a great supply of ivermectin all of the other drugs that were incredibly hard to find uh, during the China virus uh, pandemic outbreak. And it's just good to know that they're there. You know, heaven forbid you need them, but at least you got them. And you're right. You don't have to go to the hospital. You don't have to spend all these hundreds and hundreds of dollars. You just have it right at the, at the ready. That's exactly right. Your, your point is well taken. The rate limiting step is to early treatment. Early treatment is the most important. The rate-limiting step to early treatment is not getting a hold of a doctor. It's getting a hold of the drugs. And, uh, I, you know, Dr. Thorpe, I'm curious, uh, because the CDC, uh, yeah, they came out uh, just recently, and they said that the cases of COVID are on the rise. Uh, some people are even saying, hey, we got to get back to the mask. I've been flying a, a lot, and I'm just shocked at the number of people that are masking up. Uh, some people say you got to get that COVID booster do, do any of these things actually work, you know, the masking and, and the booster shots? They, none of them work. They're, they're a complete sham. And the science was there four years ago. This is all a, uh, this is all a strategy of fear pornography to push you into lethal therapies. Listen, uh, what the government, you can't trust our government. Uh, you, they're killing you. They killed or injured 24 million Americans. 24 million Americans, and they're still doing it. Do not trust your government. Listen, the elite are busy building their private underground bunkers stocked with all the medicine and food they need. What most Americans, including myself, we can't afford to do that, but they're doing it. And the construction workers that are working on that, they're making them sign a, an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, all the world elite, 
they know what's coming up here in 24. It's going to be a bloody disaster in the United States of America. We've imported 10 million uh, uh, foreign uh, enemies that are mostly of military age. Listen, if you want to see what's going to happen in the United States of America in 2024, just look what happened to Israel. We're going to be in the, there's, there's, there's going to be blood and terror. There's going to be a total decimation, uh, I believe, of the uh, supply chains and any of the basic goods that the average Americans need. And this is uh, just in time for the pedophiles, right? Just in time. Because look at what's being dropped. They have to invoke and incite this stuff. King Charles and all the other corrupt politicians in the United States of America. They're on the list. They're corrupt. They've been involved with pedophilia and drug trading just with the CIA. That's how they make most of their money. And now they want World War III to come on. Why? Because they're, that's their only salvation. Because when the American people see what they've done, then they're going to be hung, tarred and feathered by the American people. And that's why they want a diversion of what's coming off in 2024 in the United States of America. So uh, I, I want to circle back here uh, to, to COVID uh, because some people are, are comparing it to, you know, the flu um, and, and people, you know, who are concerned about it. And I think a lot of people are concerned about it, especially uh, traveling. What what do people need to do to be prepared, doctor? Well, you, you need to have uh, you need to have prescribed medications. You need to have your nutraceuticals. Um, and we have all those products. It's a wellness company. Uh, you can get them elsewhere. I vetted all the pro- products at the wellness company. They're safe and effective. The most important thing that you can do is stock up on the safe and effective nutraceuticals and repurposed drugs. That's very, very important. Um, I would also stock up um, your ammunition and your firearms because we are facing uh, very, very dangerous circumstances and uh, the, the rule of law is gone. Uh, it, it is totally decimated. All right, Dr. James Thorpe uh, joining us. He is Chief of Maternal and Prenatal Health at the Wellness Center. And by the way, twc.health slash darns to get your emergency medical kit. I have two of these, and you need to have one for your family. Use the promo code STARNS, and you're going to save 10% on your emergency medical kit. But there are lots of other uh, great resources there as well. And I would encourage you to head over there and uh, just see all the the wealth of knowledge and important information you're not going to get anywhere else other than twc.health slash STARNS. You know, doctor, um, we we have a few minutes left here. And I I know looking ahead um, to the election, a lot of Americans are worried that Biden will try to use the threat of another pandemic to bring back all of these lockdown measures. Are, are, is this something that we need to be concerned about? Are these actually real threats? They're not real threats. Well, they're real in the sense that, listen, what, what we have here, the reason why all these infections are increasing in every country and every population around the world is because we gave 13.3 billion COVID shots, death, clot, cancer shots that has decimated the global immune system of humanity. We have a global vaccine-induced acquired immune deficiency syndrome. 
This is exactly why everybody's get, getting sick. Uh, and by the way, even the unvaccinated now, because of all of the shedding and all the exposure of which the vaccinated, 5.3 billion people globally have taken this poison death clot cancer shot. This is why it's important to stack up on the, the wellness company's uh, products, especially the travel kits, especially, you know, get your nebulizer, keep your Medicaid, keep your vitamin D levels at the upper limits of normal. Push that vitamin D. Take your two grams of vitamin C daily. Have your hydrogen peroxide and your nebulizer protocol with you and know how to use it. Um, have these uh, antibiotics, these eight uh, prescribed drugs in the wellness company's emergency medical kit, uh, of which five of those are potentially life-saving uh, antibiotics, uh, ivermectin, as you mentioned, Zofran, uh, some antifungal, Diflucan, et cetera. Extraordinarily important to stock those up. Listen, all the elites are, they have it all. They don't care about you. They don't care about the American people as evidenced by what they've done. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very concerning. I don't know that we're going to see elections. Oh, wow. You don't think so, huh? Why, why, would, why do you say that? Well, I, I think what you're going to see is that the overwhelming response of Americans is to put a conservative in. If a conservative gets put in, uh, there's about, you know, a huge proportion of politicians that uh, may end up getting executed for treason or jailed and punished uh, for life. I, I mean, look at it. The corruption is being exposed. Look at the pedophilia that's being exposed. Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, all of these elites, all of these high Hollywood elites. You know, when the, when this sinks in. Okay, we can't, they can't afford to have an election. They'd rather have World War III. That's their only salvation to wow. get them out of the jam of corruption and the killing that they've perpetrated for the last 20 or 30 years. All right. Well, we're going to have to leave it there, Dr. Thorpe. Uh, we're coming up on the top of the hour break, and uh, we certainly appreciate your frank um, observations on where we are as a country and where things could be headed. And let's hope that uh, those prove not to be accurate, Dr. Thorpe, for the sake of all of us. But we appreciate your honesty and openness about it, and it is something that we should all be uh, concerned about. Uh, folks, got to take a break. TWC.health slash Starnes is the website. Promo code Starnes. We'll be right back. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 3 of The Big Show. Good to have you with us today. And, of course, we want to welcome all this week. We are welcoming our great new affiliate in the Houston-Galveston area in Texas, Patriot Talk Radio. Welcome uh, to you great listeners as well. Uh, we're honored uh, that uh, you are now a part of the uh, of the radio audience. 
Also want to welcome all of our Newsmax listeners as well, our N2 listeners, uh, as we simulcast this hour of the Todd Starnes radio program. Now, our telephone number, if you want to call in, write this number down, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Big story coming out of the U.K. where the Methodist Church is now going gender neutral. And our good friend Franklin Graham is weighing in on all of this. The Methodist Church in the United Kingdom has now decided that God got it wrong. And they're calling on pastors to repent of any hurtful language. And they're telling the pastors to avoid using words and terminology like husband and wife. They say that terminology like husband and wife could be offensive to members of the alphabet activist community. Also, they... um, they are very concerned that you start using gender-neutral language, all part of a brand-new church language guide that the United Methodists um, have published. Franklin Graham weighing in on all of this. Here's what he had to say, and I want to read. We've got the statement up at ToddSterns.com. Shame on the United Methodist, shame on the Methodist Church. This is the U.K. church. Um, these are biblical terms. And marriage between a man and a woman is biblical truth. The word wife is used in some 360 verses in 38 books of the Bible. They are, in essence, trying to edit what the Word of God says and teach to, and teaches to be more appealing to the changing whims of the culture. We are warned against that in Scripture. As Christians, we aren't called to avoid what might offend people. We are called to share the truth of God's Word that can guide and direct us through every step of life. Well said, Franklin Graham. But by the way, what's happening here in this country is just as bad. Uh, You've got the Southern Baptist. uh, Many Southern Baptist churches are practicing what they call pronoun hospitality. So if you walk in and your your name is Joe, um, but you go by Julie um, and you're a guy, they want you to use the pronouns that you're comfortable with. I mean, this is bonkers. But this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you unmoor yourself from the teachings of the Holy Bible. That's exactly what happens. All right, so we're going to be taking your calls on that. Coming up a little bit later uh, this hour, we're going to be talking to the mayor of Riverton, Utah, Trent Staggs. He is running for the U.S. Senate, wants to replace Willard Mitt Romney. And uh, later on today, we're going to be uh, having a conversation with our good friend Congressman Andy Biggs uh, from Arizona, just back from the border And we're going to be talking about the latest efforts to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. On that note, uh, Mayorkas uh, has been on the hot seat, got called out on live TV. This was on CBS News, cut number seven. Because of the standards at the border and the flow issue that Republicans have identified, uh, Democratic leaders, mayors, governors, they're struggling. Uh, Abbott, Governor Abbott in Texas is busing people to different states. They're showing up on on doorsteps. They're in the streets. They can't work. They're hungry. They're begging. It's a big, big problem. What is the White House willing to do to come to the aid of your fellow Democrats who say, we need help? So uh, a few things. Number one, we have sought and received some funding from Congress to assist mayors and governors in addressing the migration challenge. But let me ask you a question. Do you think it is responsible governance for one governor to refuse to coordinate? 
communicate, cooperate with other state officials around the country and just unilaterally bus people to another locality without informing the receiving locality so that we can work together to address a challenge that our country faces? Is that the type of patriotism and governance that we expect of our officials? I think that both parties are playing games and have been for decades on this issue, and you're not talking about the fundamental point of contradiction. The Republicans want a, a stop to the flow with very specific ideas. You're not even talking about those ideas this morning, and so both sides are playing politics as they have been for a very long time. Well, it's true. I mean, it's, it's a very fair point that both parties have been playing politics at the border. Both parties have. And look, the Republicans have a whole other reason. Uh, they are beholden to big business and corporate um, the corporate America. So they want that cheap, illegal alien uh, workforce. That's what they want here. The Democrats want the illegal alien voters. And Trump, uh, among others, has really done a terrific job of, of going after the, the root of this issue and why the Democrats want these illegals in this country, and they want them to vote in 2024. No doubt about it. I, I, Trump is absolutely right on that um, on that issue. By the way, Governor Greg Abbott uh, now telling sanctuary city mayors to get ready for even more illegals. Look, he's not he's not backing down. And again, I mean, if you've got if you've got a town of five thousand people, and then you've got ten thousand illegals who showed up. Yeah, you're going to want to send those people somewhere else, and you definitely want to send them to a sanctuary city. Cut six. If I picked up people at the border and I took them to another state, would I be arrested and convicted? Well, you got to do it in a way uh, so that it does not turn into kidnapping. And Texas is doing it in a very legal way. When we send people to New York, to Washington, D.C., to Chicago, to L.A., to Denver, to wherever they're going to, uh, it's done by the letter of the law to make sure that uh, nothing is wrong. However, what we have found is the hypocrisy of the mayor of New York, of the mayor of Chicago, of the mayor of Denver and uh, of California, things like that, where they say, oh, we want to be a sanctuary city. We want to provide all these free benefits to migrants, but then they start complaining when Texas starts uh, starts uh, dropping them off uh, into their states or into their communities. Listen, this is a responsibility caused by the Joe Biden administration. And these Democrat mayors, they need to wake up to the reality that their communities are going to continue to face challenges, including more buses and planes, unless and until Joe Biden starts enforcing the immigration laws of the United States. So here's the question, ladies and gentlemen. Does the governor of Texas need to send even more illegals to New York City and Chicago? Is that the play here? Do you completely overwhelm? Because we're not talking about tens of thousands. No, the tens of thousands have gotten stuck in in Texas. But do you support the governor's move here to send the illegals to New York, to Chicago, and a lot of these other sanctuary towns and cities? Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns radio program. By the way, uh, we're, we're going to work. To, we're going to try to get Jason Rapert on the program tomorrow. Our good friend over in Arkansas, 
a um, the founder of the National Association of Christian Lawmakers. He's also um, just recently uh, left the state house there. He was a state senator. Um, so a lot of people in Arkansas want to have Bill Clinton's name removed off of the airport. Let, let's get real. Nobody wants to nobody wants to fly on fly out of Bill Clinton Airport these days, and I, that's understandable. So anyway, we'll keep you updated on those efforts. I, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Good to have with us Trent Staggs. Uh, he is a Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate mayor of Riverton, Utah. And uh, Trent, good to have you back with us today. Hey, great to be back with you. Thank you. So interesting story uh, coming out of the world of the NBA, where the Utah Jazz uh, told a group of rabbis that they were not allowed to hold these little signs. And it looked to be about maybe 8 by 10 or 11 by 17, not very large signs or placards that said, I'm a Jew and I'm proud. Apparently, uh, Kyrie Irving got very upset and uh, told security, hey, these signs need to, to go. Um, has What's been their reaction to folks there in Utah over this story? Well, I think it's a little bit remarkable. Yes, you have these signs, and as you indicated, not very large. I think it fell within the code of conduct, the rules of the jazz is outlined, you know, because obviously you wouldn't want to be bearing a sign that's going to be blocking or impeding viewers, other, other people sitting around you from enjoying the basketball game. But here we have a simple sign, yes, that just says, I'm a Jew and I'm proud of it. And they were asked to have it removed. And I just think it's entirely hypocritical, the Jazz and the NBA, to, uh, to request that of these spectators when they themselves, if, if they didn't want to have folks come to their games and weigh in on political topics, um, <laughs> they, they shouldn't have let out uh, so much over the years now in, in political in leading out on political themes. I mean, we know that they led on uh, Black Lives Matter, on kneeling for the pledge. Uh, they've really come down on players like Ennis Freedom um, for just trying to call out atrocities in China. And so their pro-China propaganda that they allow to, uh, to flourish in the NBA is just quite remarkable. So the NBA and, and, and teams in particular here like the Jazz are so willing to let other types of political speech flourish and be given so much attention, and yet something like this, they selectively uh, they selectively censor. Yeah, it, it is puzzling. And uh, again, there, there are so many things I guess you could be offended by uh, happening at uh, an NBA game from the music bla- blaring over the, the public address system to things that the players are up to, and of course, uh, the, the pretty notorious and nefarious connections between the NBA and China. Uh, it's just shocking to me that Kyrie Irving would would tell these uh, these good and decent rabbis who apparently spent a lot of money to get these good seats uh, to that that people like them and those signs are not welcome at the Utah Jazz. Yes, I mean those floor seats are going to cost you a pretty penny, uh, even here in Utah, <laughs> for, for an NBA ticket. And so they did, and I know uh, that one of the rabbis in particular. Uh, Avrimi Zippel ended up saying that he, he researched pretty extensively the code of conduct and wanted to ensure that his sign wouldn't violate it. Um, and it's just, I think it is, it is uh, somewhat hypocritical for the Jazz to go ahead and censor that, uh, that, type of, that type of speech from a fan when you're right. If, if we want to dismiss and, uh, all types of quote-unquote distractions or 
or possible distractions from an NBA game, uh, my gosh, that's a pretty tall order. I mean, I've been to several games. <laughs> There's all types of signage. Um, you've got you've got noise. You've got, in fact, often you go to a game and they hand out uh, things that will, you know, clappers and other things that will create a bunch of noise and just and signs and towels and other things that I think could also be deemed a distraction. Uh, so this seems to be. It wasn't so much the sign as it was the message, and that's unfortunate. Well, it is. Um, all right, uh, we have uh, Trent Staggs with us. The mayor of Riverton, Utah, wants to be the next senator, uh, replacing Willard Mitt Romney. Um, Mr. Mayor, one of the big challenges is going to be the border and addressing border security. What What would you recommend? You get elected to the U.S. Senate. How do you deal with the crisis at the border? Oh, well, we need to simply we need to return back to the Trump policies that were so effective. I mean, we've got to have a border wall. We have to have a remain in Mexico policy and we have to use E-Verify. And sadly, even in our state, Utah, they've gutted the E-Verify provision. They just in the last legislative session here, they they took it from uh, a requirement. If you had 15 or more employees to now 150 plus. And so we're doing things in this country that I think, unfortunately, are, are magnetizing illegal immigrants. We've got the Biden administration that's just completely wreaked havoc on this country with respect to the border. I put it into context with folks. We've had seven, eight, maybe as many as nine million illegal immigrants come across our border in in the time the Biden administration has been in office or Biden's been in office. That's about three times the size of my state. I mean, it's just remarkable. It has enormous impacts. I'm seeing it as a mayor. I met with the Salt Lake City field office director for ICE and couldn't believe that we have such an issue here with respect to crime and sadly sexual assault that is being committed by illegal immigrants. Uh, They told me that they are actually deporting one to two a day that are leaving our jails after being caught with a crime here uh, of of sexual assault. And it's just really, it's, it's disheartening that the Biden administration and the, and the government is unwilling to do one of the few things that's actually articulated in our Constitution, in Article 1, Section 8, in terms of immigration and really protecting us. And there's another part of the Constitution that says that they need to protect us from invasion. They are failing completely at that. I mean, we're seeing people come across the border that are, it's just a bunch of young, uh, seemingly single men. These aren't families. These aren't families coming across. Uh, it's very, very concerning. It's having wide-reaching impacts with respect to, um, you know, crime and uh, just national security generally, and it needs to be addressed immediately. I will do that, working with President Trump, hopefully in 2025, and a bunch of other America First Senate candidates and senators that are currently there. That's it. And, and by the way, you know, the, the the talk, the scuttlebutt is House Republicans may force this, and they're going to tell the president. You either shut down that border or we shut down the, the government. How, how do you feel about that that uh, plan? Well, I mean, whatever it takes. Here, I've, I've made it a hallmark of my campaign. Look, for 10 years in elected office at the local level, I've always fought against the establishment. We cannot, we absolutely can't afford to send more people back to D.C. that are just want to ingratiate themselves with the establishment and tow, uh, tow the establishment uniparty line. We have to have people that are going to say enough is enough. Even if it means shutting down the government, I think Senator Mike Lee said it well uh, when this last came up with respect to potentially shutting down the government. Hey, if we took 15 days to slow the spread, 
the federal government. I think we're much better off. And let's finally hold the line as Republicans and conservatives and force something to happen on this issue. All right, TrentStags.com, ladies and gentlemen, is the website. That's TrentStags.com, running as a Republican, an America First Republican for the U.S. Senate. Uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, we appreciate We're going to get you back on between now and Election Day. We appreciate the great work you're doing out in Utah. Thank you so much. Always good to be with you. All right, there you go. Real quick, let's try to work in a call here. Karen in Texas, uh, watching us on Newsmax today. Hi, Karen, what say you? I say that we should continue to ship all the migrants to the blue states. They all voted in Biden. They all voted in all these Democrat representatives. And here's the old saying, you grew it, you get to chew it. And another thing, Texas needs to get out of the union. We're working on that, and we're going to be successful one of these days. Well, I I would not be surprised, Karen. There are a lot of angry Texans over what the government has allowed to have happened to you guys. Uh, the Lone Star State has been invaded, and uh, we've got we've got to fix that. We've got to make that right. Karen, you sound like a great American patriot. You keep watching Newsmax, and thanks for being a part of the program today. All right, folks, got to take a quick break here. Our telephone number lines are open nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. That's 901-260-5926. Stick around. Andy Biggs from Arizona coming up next. So very happy to have you with us today. Uh, Real quick, let's go to the phone lines. Ray is listening to us on WTJS, great radio station in West Tennessee, wants to weigh in on the illegals. Hi, Ray, what you got for us? Well, how are you doing, Ty? I'm well. Thank you for asking. uh, This first time I heard your your radio show, uh, I've heard you do the the short segments for other other shows on some of the Christian stations, but... uh, uh, I just, uh, my, my regular station stopped doing, uh, patriotic talk shows and went to something else. So I, I was flipping the, flipping the, 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 the numbers and came across you. Well, we're, we're glad you found us, Ray. What, what's on your yeah. mind? Well, you, you know what you're saying about the illegals, you know, I, I just don't understand. Uh, well, I do understand a lot, but, uh, <laughs> it's easy to say I don't understand the, I think the concern that 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 a lot of people are are, are missing is all all these like like your uh, your, your man that's running for go, uh, for senator against uh, Mittens. He uh, he mentioned all these young uh, military aged men coming across the border, and you have to ask the question: How many of these are are uh, are a future army? You know. Ray, it's a it's a great question you pose, and and that's been a big concern that that we've expressed on on this radio program, and it's a question we're going to ask our, our good friend uh, right now, who is on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, our good friend Congressman Andy Biggs uh, from Arizona. Ray, appreciate that call, uh, Congressman. First, Happy New Year to you, 
And uh, second, you, you you heard what Ray had to say. I mean, he, a lot of people are concerned that these people crossing this border are, in fact, not refugees, but an invading army. Well, uh, happy New Year to you, too, Todd. And hopefully uh, we'll have a better 24 than we had 23. But I think Ray's concerns are valid. And I'll just give you a couple of uh, data points that kind of indicate why we should be incredibly concerned. Of the something like 8 million people that have come in under Joe Biden's tenure, 75%, this is not me saying, this is coming from the DHS Inspector General, 75% of them, we have no idea where they are. We've just totally lost contact with them in the United States. Additionally, we've lost um, about 100 to 150,000 children. And most of those children, while they, they'll, they'll be young, there's a significant number of these children that are ages 14 to 18. So they're coming in. Um, and when I begin talking to my friends, uh, you know, CBP, et cetera, who will give me straight answers, they admit the yeah, cartels have a presence throughout the country. So that's a danger. And then we don't know how many people have come in that otherwise would be on a terror watch list. And then, moreover, we don't know, unless unless a country has some kind of uh, database and they're willing to share that data with us, and we get real information from somebody, we have no idea who these people are. So if they have nefarious intent, we, we simply won't know until they, they act out. And that's the problem. That is one of the that's one of the problems. So, so Congressman, I'm I was pretty critical of just I, I'm we're we're just tired, and, and I understand you know why the Republicans were down on the border. I we get that, but the reality is that's not moving the needle at all. And my question is, how do we fix this? I mean, you guys are coming back uh, to to Washington. Uh, is there an opportunity for us to 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 issue the ultimatum? Either shut down that border, Mr. President, or we shut down this government. Yes. And so just so you know, because I knew that it would be a sanitized version of folks, I took my I took four other members because I've been I have built up my own contacts along the border and we went down and I took them on a basically a separate tour um, to show to show them what's going on. And everybody that's with me agrees with, by the way, the speaker had a couple of speakers. We, the only thing we did with them was, was a town hall where they brought in people locally, a round table, I guess we should call it. Those people locally said either secure the border or shut the government down. Something has to be done. And, and I'm going to just tell you why this is important. What you said is so important. Saying that we're going to pass HR2 before we give them money does nothing because that's just policy. It is enforcement that is the biggest problem right now because you, the laws are there to enforce, and this administration says they won't enforce it. They're a lawless administration, so you have to use the, the money card. And so that's what we, that was our mantra yesterday is uh, uh, no, no money for these uh, bureaucracies, this, this, the federal government, uh, other than the ones that are actually preserving and fighting to protect our rights until – you actually have brought the border under control. Well, I, I, I like that. And I know it's going to be a tough fight, but we've got a, a large audience. Talk radio, I think, is going to be able to help you know help you guys stand your ground on this. But I think we have to, Congressman, because, again, here's my concern. You know, we've had at least a dozen, maybe more, 
uh, Congress people on this program saying it's not a matter of if, but when. We've got sleeper cells. They've come across the border. They're waiting to be activated. Uh, you've had uh, Chris Ray say that he is very concerned about all of this. My concern is what happens if we do have those attacks and we do have mass chaos and carnage in this country and it all could have been prevented. I think at that time you're going to have a rage on your hands that will not be controlled by the American people. I agree with you 100%. Everything you said is accurate. I will just tell you, um, there are there's a s- small group of people that agree with my position, which is you, you and I uh, are right in line on this. Um, and you have to use that. And I've been I've actually been saying this for, if not years, many many months, saying you have got to stop funding this government for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is the border. Because this government, the federal Biden administration. They are willing to self-immolate because they want to change this country. And the danger that we have, it is a national security risk that we're in right now. And the bottom line is the, the most compelling thing that we can do is to stop the federal government from being fully funded until, they, until this administration bows down and actually follows the law and starts protecting the American people. That is the most compelling thing we have. That's our tool. It's our lever. It's the check the founders of this of this great republic gave us. So let's talk timeline here, Congressman, and, and what our listeners need to be doing. When does all of this come to a head on Capitol Hill? Mayorkas impeachment comes uh, pretty quickly. Um, the, this should come in the next few weeks because they're going to try to fund the government again. And by the way, we had a significant number of us that were arguing uh, to, to not fund the government until you had the metrics in place. And not just in place. You have to see that they're executing them. But it's going to happen pretty quickly, uh, Todd, because the, the first of the two-tiered uh, uh, continuing resolution comes due um, about the 18th, I believe it is, of, of this month. All right. Good stuff. Well, Congressman, we appreciate your your. Uh, sticking through this and, and seeing this through, uh, we've got to stand our ground here and and let's hope that, and, and I guess with the shrinking numbers of the Republican majority, uh, with McCarthy out and you've got another congressman who just announced, uh, you don't need that many votes now to put a stop to this. Yeah, we, we, uh, we're in the minority, uh, effectively, um, in the sense that we will have like a two-vote majority. And that means that um, some of my squishier people, the what I call the cheap labor Republicans, um, they, they're not going to go with us on this. Some of these people are, are afraid and scared to death, which is why I've got legislation pending to do what, I, what you and I talked about with regard to government funding. I'm trying to prevent, uh, prevent them from the fear that they have that, that of a government shutdown. I've told people you should not fear a government shutdown. Most of government keeps funded anyway. Um, and, uh, but in an existential crisis, like we have, you have to do something dramatic and this would be dramatic and just might get the administration's attention. All right. Well, we got to leave it there. Congressman, appreciate your time. Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona. Thanks congressman. Thank you, Todd. All right. Good man right there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad he's one of the few people on Capitol Hill that actually gets this and understands what sort of a threat 
we face a, a, as a nation. Real quick, before we go to the the the, uh, the break here, I want to bring in Dan, who's listening to us in Memphis, Tennessee, our flagship radio station, KWAM, and wanted to weigh in on this crazy story out of the United Methodist Church from the U.K., the U.K. branch, uh, going gender neutral. All right, Dan, uh, good to have you with us. What's on your mind today? Good afternoon, sir. That Methodist Church and what they're trying to bring into the world is nothing more than the church being earthy versus spiritual. And in my eyes, that's the same as what the priests did in Jerusalem in the times of Jesus. They, they basically forgot about what the Lord wanted them to do, and they were doing what man wanted them to do. And this is the same thing to me. Um, you should not be bringing in any type of, and I hesitate to say it because there's people going to be upset, abomination into the church. It is about the Lord. It is not about who says what, who wants to be called what, and everything else. We are men and women and children, not having to worry about what we want to be referred to by. Now, Dan, I know a lot of a lot of Methodist churches here in this country bolted uh, and have, have left for other denominations, bolting out of the United Methodist Church. Is that Are you guys seeing that as an issue here in, in America as well, or is this just isolated to the U.K.? It's never isolated in one country, sir. It's going gonna, it's gonna to spread. It always does. What one country does spreads to another through word of mouth, through the Internet. <laughs> and, you know, it, you, have to, you have to stand your ground at some point in time. You have to toe the line. You have to stand your ground. You say, enough. This is it. No more. No further. This is what we believe. We're going to follow the Lord. We're not going to listen to you. If you don't like it, then you go do your own church. Well, I I like the way you think there, Dan, and and let's see let's see what happens, but uh it, it is very clear that Christianity and a lot of the mainline denominations have been corrupted by these these woke Christians and uh, we've got to do something about that. Dan, appreciate that call. We do have to take a break here, folks. Um again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. May I just say that we love our partnership with Newsmax, and I'm talking about tens of thousands of you are now making the switch to Newsmax. So look, i got a great opportunity for you from our friends at Newsmax. It's a new streaming service called Newsmax Plus. That's right, Newsmax Plus, you're going to be able to get all of the great shows, uh, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly. Uh, you're also going to get great movies and documentaries, uh, Newsmax Plus, by the way. Just launched about a month ago, more than 180,000 people have already signed up. Newsmax Plus literally lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. So get Newsmax Plus today, and here's the best part about, about it. You can actually sign up and start with a free trial offer. That's right. It will not cost you a penny to try it out. It is free to start. You can do that by going to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Again, millions are switching to Newsmax, so give it a shot. Try it free today. And welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. So happy that you made the choice to join us noon to 3 Eastern all over this great country. Uh, Full lines, and let's try to work in some of these calls 
Uh, let's go to Jimmy in Missouri, watching us on Newsmax, wants to weigh in on the Methodist Church controversy. Hi, Jimmy. What you got for us? Hi there, Todd. I've been watching your show ever since I got Newsmax, too, and I like it quite, quite a bit. Plus, plus I like the one uh, right after this with Howie Carr. And well, you're some very of the other ones, But I watch those two the most. And what I wanted to say was that I am very, very tired of all this transgender and neutral uh, gender nonsense that they're that they're putting forth. Because I'll tell you what, Howie. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, I'm like, sorry, it's okay, sorry, Jimmy. I, it's I, I. You know what? Uh, here's what you do when you call into Howie's show. Just call him Todd, and we'll make it even. Okay, Todd. All right, go um, for it. Go for it, Jimmy. All right. I have been legally blind since birth, and I've even I've been to prison. And you know what? Life's all about getting made fun of or being offended. Yeah, but I don't think this is yeah. I don't think this is a matter of making fun of people. It's just the the idea, Jimmy, that you've got a, a religious denomination that is basically saying. I mean, the United Methodist Church there in uh, Great Britain is basically saying God made a mistake. God screwed up. You know, well, God doesn't screw up, not, not the God I serve. Uh, and and so the the church is heading into a very dangerous uh, place when they do this kind of stuff. Uh, Jimmy, appreciate that call. Uh, let's go to Robert in Hendersonville, North Carolina, uh, listening to us on WHKP. All right, Robert, what what's on your mind today? Well, I just thinking about what was the first thing Joe Biden did, Todd, when he got into office. He signed away our country. He got in there grinning, and I just see him right now sitting down there with that little old pen. He signed our borders away, and that's in the Constitution that our borders should be secure. I mean, that is part of the Constitution of this great nation we live in. That would be Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, Robert. Yes. Uh, so you are yes, correct. Yes, sir, it sure is. I read my Bible, and I read the Constitution every Sunday morning. I read four chapters of my Bible, and I read my Constitution. I've read my Constitution through and through. You know, it's we the people in order to form a more perfect union. Robert? Establish I love I love the way you think, and if, if we had more families out there that would do that, read the Bible together as a family, read the Constitution, our founding documents together as a family, could you imagine the kind of country that we would have if we just did those simple things? Uh, one of the things, and Robert, God bless you, and thank you for that great call. Uh, folks, one of the things that I'm a huge proponent of is taking personal responsibility for educating your family. In other words, don't rely on the public school system to uh, to teach your kid about American history. Don't rely on the schools to the the government funded schools uh, to teach your kids about why America is great. You need to be doing that yourself. That should be your responsibility as a mom, as a dad, as a grandma, as a grandpa. That's what needs that's what needs to happen. Real quick, let's go to Ocala, Florida. Rudy is on the line. Hi, Rudy. Got about 30 seconds. What's on your mind? Well, thanks for taking my call. Um, listen, the, the, the question you were asking a little while ago was, should we be shipping these immigrants to these 
sanctuary cities or should we not? And my opinion is that would have to be a really bad second choice because none of those people should be allowed to come across the border. It's true. That's and what the border is there for. Yeah, Rudy, you know? and, and you, and I, you and I agree on that, but i got to tell you, I'm conflicted because at the same time, it has become a national issue because of the fact that those illegals were shipped to New York and Chicago. So it's a, it's a, it's a kerfuffle, if you will, Rudy. Hey, we've got to run. Rudy, God bless you. Give us a call back one of these days. Uh, folks, it has been a great day. Stick around. Watch Newsmax 2, the Todd Stern Show coming up. In the meantime, we will see you tomorrow right here on the radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.